Hello and welcome to Reservations for Two. We are recording episode four and this episode's title is Are You Finished Yet? Yeah, it's a question. So uh, in, in lieu of our myth busting today, uh, it's, it's really a personal question today. And um, so the, the myth, I guess, would be that everybody at a certain age just knows what they're doing. I think most of us know that to be a myth. So I don't know if I need to bust that one today, but I did want to kind of jump into it as it falls into uh, life and life's perspective. So, and relationships, because uh, the whole goal of this podcast is to really speak to that single young woman who uh, is out there seeking love. And, and I personally have a passion for it because I'm a mother of two daughters and I raise them to be wives. And uh, with, with the way the world is today, I'm just really seeing the challenges that young women have. And so I'm hoping that some of what I'm sharing touches the hearts of some of the young men and women out there to kind of give them some of the values that I was given when I was young and ones that I wasn't given and I just seeing through the years that I want to share uh, and hopefully protect you guys from it, experiencing unnecessary pitfalls and have a, a wonderful life. So are you finished yet? How many of us got into relationships based off of someone's uh, potential? We saw something in them, right? And we go um, out challenging the world to see what we see in that person, sometimes even willing to fight for that person. I guess love is blind, right? Well, uh, I, 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 that's yet to be determined, right? So we um, have also heard a lot in the news lately about protecting the ones you love at all costs, even if that person doesn't care to be protected. They have a who cares what anybody thinks attitude. So potential and protection have recently caused all of us to question how to safeguard ourselves in relationships lately in the uh, recent news in the media which has left me with uh, two questions today. First, what does protection look like? And second, how to protect a diamond in the rough to avoid being weighed down by bad choices of that other person? Yeah, it's thick in here today, it's thick. So let's talk about protection. Let's just jump right in. First off, it starts in the mind more than a physical act. Does she feel safe? Does he feel safe, right? But specifically for the woman and being that we, we are a melanin uh, historical church-based program, uh, a man's presence is enough in most cases. So um, you, a lot of uh, women today, even in the workplace, are asking for men to be there ally and be their sponsor to get them into rooms that 
are predominantly male. And, and a lot of this, unfortunately, has come out of the COVID, like last week when I spoke about that whole 18% decline, the lowest we've seen in 20 years of women in the workplace. So, so we are looking for men to be that voice, that ally for us, to, to get us into places that us as a women may not have that opportunity. So it doesn't just stop at work. I mean, it really does fall into that protection space, right? And so when a, when a woman knows that she has someone who's dealing with the majority in a space, it gives her a peace of mind, right? Because there, I mean, let's just be honest, there are things other men won't try just because another man is in the room. So the lack of presence of a male for some women can cause a stressful situation because when a woman deals with an unfair man, she has no one to kind of bring him off of his his egotistical attitude, right? So and I, and I would even go to say that we've seen this firsthand with some of the demeaning statements being made to Judge uh, Katanji Brown Jackson. And, um, you know, it seems like she has a pretty strong support system because, you know, she's still wearing that beautiful sp smile, smile, but um, it could have cost her a lack of peace of mind. And so for a lot of women, there is a lack of peace of mind, uh, Black women specifically, that's causing uh, chronic stress. A well-known organization with the uh, American Health Association, uh, sorry, American Heart Association, the organization is called Go Red for Women. You might have seen women on the Oscars wearing red. This actually is highlighting the uh, issue that nearly 50,000 black women are dying annually of heart disease. And, you know, in most cases, we are known to be the heaviest group. Uh, we have diabetes, we have the uh, high blood pressure, so hypertension, so high blood pressure, same thing. And so there are those things that are happening in our, in our, in our, in our health but there are other things as well, which we will uncover. So along with that 50,000 deaths annually, one out of five black women or 49% of black women will struggle with heart disease. 58% of black women are aware of the signs. So we need to get more on board, you know, so it's a little over half, but you know, all black women need to know the signs of this since it is such a major cause of death within our our, our race. And so only like 38% know that it's the greatest health risk that we have, which is strokes and, and um, heart attacks. That is our greatest health wish risk as black women. So Columbia University released a study February 11th, 2022, that stated genetically Black people are more sensitive to salt. However, specifically looking at the Black women, depression 
and disparity cause an unusually high level of chronic stress. So while this could sound very defeating, there is a little light at the end of this tunnel. 82%, yes, you've heard me, 82% of heart disease risk can be changed just by lifestyle change. So that's pretty significant, I would have to say. So, I mean, we don't have to be in this space, but it's something to be said about the level of chronic stress that's uh, affecting us and the disparity and the depression that the weight of, you know, a lot of single parent homes plays into this. Uh, and the women that are having a more, more of a bigger group carry it alone. So let's talk about uh, a first lifestyle change, which I think could happen immediately. And that would be just a perspective, uh, which leads me to my second point and identifying a diamond in the rough. So media is showing a major decline in Black men's attitude towards marriage to a Black woman. I mean, I'd even say dating a Black woman. We've been hearing a lot of negative comments about Black women. And, and so many Black men are obsessed with comparing themselves with other Black men high earners. So greed has actually just taken on a new high. Everybody wants to be rich, a millionaire. I mean, I don't, I don't even think I heard of people saying I want to be a billionaire like 10 years ago, but that's even something that's, that's a dream for a lot of people today. And I'm not saying we shouldn't all have some level of goals, but to me, some are excessive. So now you're hearing this term called high value men, which has started black men um, stating what they will and won't put up with, with uh, the black women. And from the standard of what a high black, high value black man is, that's usually what our top earners, they're, they're that six figure and above guy. And so with that said, a lot of men who are obsessed with comparing themselves to these guys who are, are hardworking every day, black males, uh, they're, they're taking on that same attitude. So every man is not a leader. I think, so, so let me back up just to say this point. There's always been some level of criticism about this, the, the, the attitude of, of Black women. So that's not new. We, we've heard that for many, many years. However, a component has been taken out of the conversation now. Um, every man is not a leader of men. So all men can't have the same type of women and vice versa. I mean, I would even go this far to say just looking at Martin Luther King and how he was recognized a leader amongst men within our culture. I don't know if he would have had that same level of support and guys to get behind him and walk the streets today that he had back then. 
because everyone thinks they're a leader. And uh, we'll get more into that a little later, but I just wanted to point that out. So let's go back to the beginning. Yeah, you know where I'm going, I think, with this. And that is the Bible that speaks of a woman uh, who was, was what a leader should look for. And then uh, for a woman who's just looking for that hard man, hardworking man, that is specifically with us, that BMW, that hardworking black man. They, they are two different men with two different needs and two different types of women that they should be looking for. So we're going to talk about the type of woman that fits a hardworking black man. And that woman is found in Ephesians 5, uh, specifically starting at verse 22 to verse 32. So this this book, for those of you who aren't familiar with the Bible, this book talks about Christian principles. And so Ephesians 5 and 6 is a great place for anyone who has just become a Christian and you just want to understand the full basis of what a healthy Christian life should look like, kind of set yourself up some early goals in your walk um, of things that you should strive for, right? Everything is, it's a lifestyle. So it is a no hard list. You know, we all going to have our, our challenges, but this is the goal. Uh, so it really talks about what, what love should look like. It talks about what family should look like. It talks about how you and what you should should desire as a Christian. And so it just kind of sets up the Christian standards. And so specifically with verses uh, t- t- uh, 5, 20, chapter 5, 22 through 23, it speaks specifically to marriage. And so it talks about how the wife should respect and love her husband and how the husband should see himself reflected in his wife and love his wife as himself. So I think key takeaways from this is, is this. When the diamond in the rough part is this statement here. Diamond in the rough is the dating part, right? So when you're dating someone, you should see certain things sparkle out as you're, as you're learning this person. So when this person and you are getting to know each other, key words should connect with something in you that say, yeah, that, I need that. I need that in my world. I like what I like what they're saying here. And it's not because you necessarily prompted them to. It's just the natural person that you're dealing with is dropping little things out and sparkling through per se if we're we're saying diamond in the rough because the diamond in the rough would be covered in dirt and so you'll just see little hints and sparkles of of what a diamond is until you get it and you clean it and you shine it up and it's edgy and it, it could cut you you know until you smooth down the rough edges so but in that dating space you're seeing little things shining through uh, this dark place covered and it's connecting with you. So you're supposed to be 
try to find someone who aligns with the vision that you have for your life, right? And that's what Ephesians 5 is talking about. And it's a great mystery because, you know, it's hard to say exactly what those things are. That's why I'm not stating specific things. Because for each and every person, it's a different. It's like the new word out is you find you need to find your person. That's so real. It's so perfectly stated. And so when you look at that person, you should see a reflection of you or 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 let's say she's part of that goal, that vision you have for yourself. She's part of that vision. Uh, she brings things to that vision right so it's a mirror reflection so that's why you protect it like you would protect yourself that's why it says you're able to protect it like you protect yourself so that's what the ephesians 5 is talking about you're loving this person like you would love yourself because this person is a reflect reflection of yourself right so so that diamond is shining through and then when you guys get together you guys polish each other off and you're just a wonderful valued couple right so that that's a hard brother working that's a, that's a black man working right there so now let's go over to this other uh type of woman who's designed for a leader and a leader meaning he's a person who leads people leads organizations which is people so this is a leader of men and and their their life extends beyond the household, they they lead many things, okay? So they need a different type of woman, they do. And so this would be, and, and I, this is where I might get some controversial responses, but this, by what I've just read today, this is a leader's woman, the virtuous woman. I, I say it like that because for those of you who haven't been in church, uh, the ones that have been in church, we've been told to be this virtuous woman. And it's a Proverbs 31 wife. We've heard it since you could talk, right? But in all honesty, when you read it from top to bottom, Proverbs 31, all the way through, not starting from 10 to 31, from 1 to 31 it's a full story of a queen telling her son who will be king what type of wife he will need to run a successful kingdom that is why she's rare that is why everybody can't be her because this is a woman that's not only a wife but she's she's a businesswoman. She's a she's a leader alongside her husband. She's a queen. So let's let's get into what this virtuous woman of valor looks like. So the king's mom said, "Give not thy strength unto a woman." This is starting right at the top. That's the first thing she says. So what she's basically saying is that this woman should be an added value to your life. You should have to put work into developing her. She's developed. She's ready to go. She's, she's a value add to your life. So give not thy strength unto this woman, unto a woman, nor 
their ways to that which destroys kings. So basically that's saying, choose your friends right wisely. Don't have no crazy excessive vices out here being a party boy. She's saying, you know, don't do anything in access. Stay focused and carry out the law. That is what you are supposed to do as king. Use alcohol and drugs for healing and for easing pain. Uh, not in excess, you know, speak for the poor and judge fairly. And then the one that gets driven into the ground, we move into the scriptures that's talking about how to find this woman of valor, this virtuous woman. This type of woman is where? So what does she look like? Let's talk about that. First thing it says is she will not waste your money. She will never respond with evil intent. That she's not an eye for an eye, two for a tooth, girls, for those of you who need it broken down just that level. You know, she she's not going there. You know, like Michelle Obama said, you go low, I go high. She that chick. She 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 tried to go high. So um, she knows high quality products internationally, which means she's a smart investor. She knows how to invest. She knows what's value of things are and, and what would be a good purchase. She starts work early and she takes care of her team, her girls who work for her. She looks out for her team. She is wise in real estate and she's strong. She reaches out her hand to the needy. She is prepared for all seasons. She's resourceful and is hard. Uh, she's resourceful. So if there is a hardship that the, the kingdom occurs, let's say they go to war, she, she knows how to uh, create beautiful garments on her own, which is keeping up appearances. And let's just be honest, you know, not that, you know, we all have this thing about don't be fake. There's a time where you still need to look like you have it together when you're in high places because you don't want the people to freak out. So you got to be able to know when you need to look a certain way to encourage people to stay hopeful. Like, like this isn't the worst of it. And it could be the worst of it, but they don't need to know it's the worst of it, right? So you got to know how to carry yourself to keep the people hopeful for better because that hope gets you through things, right? So if everybody goes in despair, then that's when folks start doing crazy things, jumping off bridges, shooting, just losing it. But if there's somebody there who's like, no, this isn't the worst of it. We can get through this. You gotta, you gotta carry yourself a certain way to make that that sale, right? So it isn't being fake; it's being encouraging. Let's let's recognize the difference. So she speaks wisdom and laws with kindness. She's not a mean spirit to somebody, you know. She her words are sweet, but they they real though. She still get her point across, but she's not being nasty about it. I think Michelle Obama spoke one time about how she had to learn to smile when she spoke, so that she didn't come off that she was fussing. 
And it's just that smile helped her reach people without them feeling threatened or being talked down to. So she also lets her work speak for itself. She's not vain and she's not an opportunist. She trusts God and she's blessed. She does all of this while her husband sits with great elders and is respected in the land. So my takeaway is she's not competing with him. She's complimenting him, especially when you, let's just go back to where she says she reaches out her hands to the needy. Earlier, the chapter said, he speaks for the poor. So she's basically being his extension of what he's doing at his level and to the great people around the world. She's being an extension of what that looks like on the ground within their land and keeping them moving forward. So I'm going to ask for the check, please, because uh, we, we've covered some pretty good information. And um, I think that that's enough to be said. So first, the first thing we covered, we talked about potential, diamond in the rough versus diamond in the rough. And, and we kind of know what you're looking for, not just potential, but you're seeing some little shining things shining through as you're dating these people from both spaces, uh, be it the leaders, you're looking for qualities like uh, real estate. She, she kind of understands business. She loves God and she don't have a big head. You know, she knows, she knows how to be independent, but still be on your team and compliment what you're doing. And so protection, uh, we talked about how the female, when she says protection, your presence is so critical, just being there. And, and then it's a, a mental support more than a physical support. And just being an ally in spaces that she may have trouble getting into because it may be a male-dominant space and she may need that ally. So, so that's that protection. And then a leader of men versus a, a, black, a hard Black man working. Great men on both sides with just different positions in the world. And they require different kinds of women. Uh, the Proverbs 31, that woman of valor is for that leader. She, she's not just a wife, but she has a, a leadership skill in herself, and she knows how that complements what he's doing. And then uh, the Ephesians 5 wife uh, is a reflection of her husband, and she aligns with what he's doing. So it's an ease of teaming. And, and bigger than anything, we recognize that marriage is a mystery and how it all works is not going to make sense all the time. And a verse of uh, Ephesians 5 and 32 states that it is a mystery, but trust God. So the tip for today kind of goes back to the title. Are you finished yet? So with everything, God gives us a purpose when we, we get here, right? And if you're really seeing who you are and really thinking about what you've always been drawn to, to do. Like you just love fixing things. You just came out an electrician, right? So that's something that you pursue in life. You're going to be that, that hard black man working. So you need a woman who is a reflection of what you need in your space, a value add to that space to keep that working for you. And she compliments that. And so 
if you're coming out and, and you know that your your drive is to be a politician or something, you're going to need a, a, a leader of people. You're going to need yourself one of these uh, women of virtue who knows how to manage, understands that business aspect of your life and how she adds to that. So it, it goes to what type of people you need in your life, friends, wives, partners. So you need to be really honest with who you are. Because if you're not, you won't have any peace in your life. You got to be honest with yourself. So I just thank you for joining Reservation for Two. Are we finished yet? I don't think we ever get finished, but there is a place where you got a good idea of what you're purposed here to do. You may not like it. You know, all of us want to be, you know, an NBA superstar or Whitney Houston. I know I want to be Whitney Houston, but I'm not upset with where I'm at. You know, it, it, it's something that God has grew me to be, and I have a sense of purpose here. I have a sense of value for the space I'm in in my life. And when you know that about you, then you know what you need, what what value needs to be added to that space on both sides. So thank you again for joining Reservations for Two. I look forward to speaking to you next week. Thank you so much.